Okay, thank you everyone for coming for this week's Lunch and Learn. We have a very special guest today, a friend from upstairs, not the friend upstairs, but definitely a friend from upstairs, Daniel Gibber. And uh, please give him your attention. Thank you very much. First of all, I want to thank uh, Ellie and Svi and Jonathan and anybody who's involved in starting this program and, uh, and conducting this program each week. What a beautiful idea for a few minutes every Tuesday to share some inspiring words. I just want to share a quick story, uh, really a mushal, a parable that I heard from my Rebbe of Moshe Weinberger that was very inspiring to me. And the mushal, the parable uh, goes as follows. There was a person many years ago in Eshtetl in Europe, in a small town, a small village in Europe, who lived with his wife and family and his children in his small modest uh, hut or house. And uh, this, this person loved his family very, very much, but felt that there was something missing in his life. He felt a hole in his life and he was very artistic. And one night he leaves a, uh, a note for his wife and he tells her that he loves her very much. He loves the children very much, but there's something missing in his life and he needs to take a little time to go travel. In his words, he's in search of the perfect masterpiece. He needs to travel the world to find this, this perfect masterpiece that he feels he's been missing in his life. And he apologizes to his wife and says, I promise I love you. I love the children. I'll be back before long, but I really need to do this. And he starts traveling the countryside, days go by, and he gets a little tired. He sits down at the edge of a forest, and he hears a little commotion in the forest, and he looks inside the forest, and he sees a chassan and kala, a bride and a groom, uh, under a, a chuppah, under a marriage canop canopy. And he starts observing this scene for a little while, and he, and he realizes, he says to himself, this is an incredible vision of Ava, incredible vision of love. He said, I've never seen such a perfect image of what Ava, what love looks like. And he takes out his easel and he sits down and he paints on his easel this image of this chassan and kala, this bride and groom under the chuppah. And as he takes his easel, he completes his, his perfect painting and he continues traveling along the countryside. Days go by, weeks go by, and before he decides he's gonna head back home, he bumps into a, a what he calls an alter yid, an older Jew, who's standing there in his talis and tefillin, and he's davening, he's praying to Hashem with intense, intense kavana, intense concentration. And he says to himself, wow, I've never seen such a perfect image of Amuna, of perfect faith in Hashem, in God. And he said, this is so inspiring. I need to paint this picture of Amuna, of faith. And he takes out his easel, and he takes out his paints, and he starts painting this perfect image of Amuna. And when he's done with his work, he takes his painting of Amuna, of faith, and he takes his painting of Ava and of love, and he continues traveling. And eventually he says, you know, I've been gone for quite some time. It's really time for me to go back home. It was a Friday morning. He's traveling a great distance to get back home. Right before he gets back to his village, he comes to the bridge that leads to his shtetl, to his village, and he sees a whole group of soldiers all celebrating and hugging each other. As he looks a little closer, he realizes these are soldiers from different countries, different nationalities. So he approaches one of them to ask, what is, what is going on? What's all this celebrating about? And the soldier says, didn't you hear? The war is over. There's been peace. He said, I didn't even know there's a war. I must have been gone for, you know, for quite some time. And the soldier said, yeah, the war is over. Now there's been peace and we're, we're celebrating. And he looks at the scene and it's getting close to Shabbos. It's late on Friday. He said, but before I go home, this is just such a perfect image of Shalom of peace. I have to take a few minutes sit down and paint this image of peace. So he takes out his easel and he begins to paint his masterpiece of peace. 
when he's done with it, he realizes Shabbos is really just a few minutes away. He takes his painting of Amuna of faith. He takes his painting of Ava of love, and he takes his painting of Shalom of peace, and he starts running back towards his, towards his home. As he gets to his home, to his hut, literally minutes before Shabbos starts, he looks through the window and he sees his wife, and she's lighting the Shabbos candles, and he's observing this for a while. And after she lights the candles, and the the, the home has a certain uh, peacefulness and harmony, she goes and sits on the couch with her children. And he can hear her telling the children, don't worry, your father promised he's coming back, he's going to be home soon, we have to have a Muna. And she proceeds to take out a whole bunch of letters, different letters that he had written to her when he was dating her, letters he had written to his children. And she's reading these letters. And all of a sudden he starts crying. He puts down his painting of a Muna of faith, his painting of love, of Ava, and his painting of peace, of Shalom. And he starts crying and he realizes here he was traveling the world in search of, of love and shalom and amuna, and he realizes they were all in his home the whole time. He was traveling all over the world in search of what he really had the entire time. This was a very inspiring mushal that my Rebbe told, and I just want to relate it maybe to us here for, for a minute or two. You know, we're, we're approaching now the colder winter months as the weather's getting a little colder outside. Uh, we're still a number of weeks away from the, the warm spiritual lights of the Hanukkah menorah. And we're still in the Parshas in the weekly Torah portions of the Avos of our forefathers. And our, our Avos, Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, were the original people who discovered monotheism, who understood what life was all about and understood what the world was all about. And sometimes, especially symbolically now, as we head into the winter months, the days are shorter, it gets a little colder. Sometimes, and I speak for myself, we physically or symbolically travel the world in search of meaning, in search of purpose, in search of fulfillment. And sometimes we take a step back, we realize we have it really in our own home, so to speak, under our own nose, it, it, you know, where we are. And the more that we take a step back and appreciate um, what brings real meaning in our lives, what brings real fulfillment, I always like to say, you know, sometimes we think we make the mistake of thinking that we can fill a spiritual hole with materialistic things, right? We can feed our neshama, so to speak, with physicality. But the reality is, the more physicality, the more gashmias, the more materialistic things, not that there's anything wrong with it, we all want to pursue those things, but the more we try to amass physical things and we try to feed a spiritual hunger, the more empty we realize. Um, and I think the more that we, as we head into these winter months, and I, again, I'm speaking to myself here, the more that we remember that we really have the meaning in our own home, under our own nose, in our own daladamos, in our own space, and what really brings happiness in life, the, the more we do that, the more we, we not only live more uh, religiously inspired lives, but I think it helps us become more well-rounded people in our work lives, in our business lives, and brings us a certain, I'll use the word, menuchas and nefesh, a certain comfort for the soul. So it should be, uh, we should all be zocha, we should all uh, um, merit, uh, continuing to grow both religiously, spiritually, and in Gashmias and in our physical lives. And um, we should see the coming of Mashiach soon. I mean, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, for Ramosh Langer, for East Kodesh, the five towns of Woodford. Yeah, I mean, used to be in Lexington.